It is uh, seven minutes after nine o'clock on a Think Tank Thursday. Dave Rowland is going to be with us, uh, and he'll be on board at 11.15. He has just gained another victory in court in Greene County. Uh, he's taking on a, another case. He'll tell us about that. It's, uh, it deals with traditional animal husbandry, where a worker is targeted with a lawsuit by the Missouri Veterinary Medical Board. Uh, Attorney General Bailey joins 27 state coalitions supporting Texas' right to defend itself. We're going to talk about that with uh, uh, with uh, Jim Babka in a minute, uh, actually at about 9.35. Arizona, Arizona lawmaker uh, wants to give uh, the legislature the final say on presidential winner. <laughs> These people. Uh, let's see. Uh, the uh, federal judge uh, dismissing a, a lawsuit from Disney against DeSantis. Uh, Tennessee uh, uh, and Virginia attorneys general file a lawsuit against the NCAA. Uh, that's over restrictions uh, for uh, NIL recruiting. So we'll uh, we'll kick that all around uh, with Dave Rowland. But wait, there's more. The Show Me Institute is going to be with us as well. Um, and I'm telling you, it's it's uh, it's going to be quite the morning. In the next half hour, Jim Babka is going to be with us. And Jim sent me a missive, and I'm, I'm going to read this to you. And it's, it's, you guys make up your own mind. You discuss it with him. I'm going to try and be as neutral as I can. Gary, he writes, I support nullification and secession when they're done to pre uh, preserve the liberty of human beings. But I'm dismayed. When I see these strategies being used for anti-humane reasons, when nullification and secession are used to protect malicious acts in a given state, it gives these tools of liberty a bad name. And the establishment has been quick to tie these ideas to bigotry. He is referring, ladies and gentlemen, to Texas uh, over the border dispute. So I will be curious to see uh, how he defends himself and what you have to say about it. In the meantime, uh, well, we can't get uh, we can't get Kevin. We don't know uh, what's happened. I I think they sent him to the cleaners and he's he's still back, not back yet. I think he's uh, at a Biden campaign rally, maybe. Could very well be. Could very well be. Uh, California is introducing their first in the nation slavery reparations package. <laughs> oh, how stupid are people? I mean, how really ignorant are they? Uh, it apparently doesn't involve a great uh, deal of money or anything like that. But uh, a slate of reparations bills uh, passed, including a proposal to restore property taken by race-based cases of eminent domain and a potentially unconstitutional measure to provide state funding for specific groups. Uh, this is the uh, first in the nation effort to give restrictions uh, to uh, uh, restitution rather to black Americans who have allegedly been harmed by centuries of racist policies. Um, Colorado, New York, Massachusetts, they've all commissioned reparation studies. What do they have in common? Colorado, New York, Massachusetts, California. Brian, I'm something, hmm, something. It does. I can't put my finger on it. Yeah, yeah. Fourteen measures introduced by the Legislative Black Caucus, uh, touching on education, civil rights, criminal justice, including 
reviving a years-old effort to restrict solitary confinement uh, that failed to make it out of the state house as recently as last year. But no financial compensation. So they found an inexpensive way uh, to say, gee, if you think you've been harmed, this might uh, this will be your solution. Uh, they would give uh, some... Uh, there is a provision for some monetary relief. Um, it it uh, deals with property takings. It would, quote, restore property taken during race-based uses of eminent domain to its original owners or provide another effective remedy where appropriate. <sighs> you can't make this stuff up. All right, I, uh, I'm going to change direction here. Uh, I, I want to talk about this guy who beheaded his father. Did you read that story, Brian? I did, yes. Beheaded his father, put his head in a plastic bag, did a, like a 15-minute thing on uh, YouTube or something. And Well, I'm going through the Drudge Report. And on the left column, you could double-check this if you want. You can go down and look at this. On the left column, uh, just a little bit below the, uh, the big headline, MAGA Maniac Beheads Dad Live on YouTube. That's the headline. MAGA Maniac Beheads Dad Live on YouTube. And I thought, oh, God. No, 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 no. Uh, so um, they provide a link. And I went uh, to that link. And I read through, uh, because the link has uh, more links. It's uh, Bucks County News uh, is covered in this. I read that, that one. Um, th and that was pretty long. Uh, then I went down to uh, uh, NBC News. They covered this. I moved on to uh, WHTM, a, a radio station, I think, or a TV station uh, somewhere else. I don't even know where. Uh, I went to uh, all of these websites that covered this story. The Associated Press. I mean, I went through story after story after story. And you know what I was looking for was that MAGA reference. Where is the MAGA reference? Well, I didn't find it. There is not one mention of it. If you just scanned the Drudge Report and saw that, you would think, well, he was, he was a crazy MAGA Republican. But in fact, this guy declared himself president. If he was a MAGA supporter, he'd be supporting Donald Trump. But that didn't make any difference to whoever is running the Drudge Report. And I wonder... If other, uh, you know, if somebody else is going to pick up on this, but they're describing the guy as a MAGA, you know, cretin, and he's not. There's, there's absolutely nothing. And every one of those stories, I mean, I kept reading link after link after link, not one reference to Donald Trump. A call to arms. Um, he, he. Uh, all federal agents, U.S. Marshals, federal judges, Border Patrol, killed or captured, tortured for information, publicly executed for betraying their country. Nowhere in there is that. Do you ever, Brian, do you remember Donald Trump suggesting any of that? I don't, no. I don't either. Uh, throughout the video, which appeared to be filmed in a bedroom, he railed against what he described as far-left, woke, pro-immigrant, pro-Black Lives Matter pro-LGBTQ, deep state labor racketeers, and tax-evading big tech companies uh, and their influence on the federal government. 
Yeah, there's some overlap on some of the things he believed, and there are some things he believed that I never heard Donald Trump refer to. There is, in other words, nothing to indicate that this guy was a Trump supporter. This is just a way to vilify Republicans that support Donald Trump. What a cheap shot. I mean, what a really, really cheap shot. Uh 874-9390, the toll-free number is 800-529-5572. That could have been, he might have been a Nolan supporter, for all I know. There's no correlation. But any chance they're going to get to vilify Trump, uh, no matter how weak the connection, no matter how tenuous it is, <laughs> they're going to jump on it. MAGA Republican, what a load of horse manure. Uh, speaking of, of uh, Trump and Biden, there's a Quinnipiac poll out there, and it doesn't look good. Did you see the Quinnipiac poll? I did. That's uh, kind of a shock poll because yeah. we had an opposite um, poll the day before. 2024 matchups. Biden opens up lead over Trump in head-to-head Quinnipiac University national poll. Finds Haley leads Biden one-on-one, but trails when third-party candidates are added. Uh, Trump, um, it, 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 this is really, a, this is an out-of-line poll. I've not seen this anywhere else. Uh, as science point to the 24 uh, election being a repeat of 2020, uh, Donald Trump, Biden holds a lead over Trump 50 to 44. Outlier? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Do I uh, think it's worth investigating yes it turns out that it is women it is women that uh, they are the ones that uh, are swaying and making the difference women 58 to 36 support biden up from december when it was 53 41 percent men 53 42 support trump largely unchanged from december the gender demographics tell a story to keep an eye on Propelled by female voters in just the past few weeks, the head-to-head tie with Trump morphs into a moderate lead for Biden. Well, that's interesting. All right, uh, listen, we're going to take your phone calls. uh, 1-800-529-5572 or 874-9390. Commentary if you want. If you don't want to be heard on the radio, heard statewide, then you can go to GaryNolan.com, send me a message. It'll pop up right here. The Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. Think Tank Thursday, 21 minutes after 9 o'clock. Jim Babka is going to be with us at 9.35, about 10, 15 minutes from now, uh, talking about secession. Uh, This deals with the uh, brouhaha at uh, at the border between Texas and Mexico, where some people are saying that Texas should... Uh, secede from the union uh, in order to uh, to protect itself. He, it, it, and, and so Jim writes, I support nullification and secession when they're done to preserve the liberty of human beings, but I'm dismayed when I see these strategies being used for anti-humane reasons. When nullification and secession are used to protect malicious acts in a given state, it gives these tools of liberty a bad name. And the establishment has been quick to tie these ideas to bigotry. He's talking about Texas. If you think it's a good idea 
for Texas to secede from the Union. If you're in favor of that, well, you better get your dialing finger ready. Because Jim is going to be on to make his case. He thinks you're wrong. In the meantime, uh, we just went over this uh, report about this uh, guy in Pennsylvania who uh, killed his father, decapitated him, and then and then uh, gets uh, written up as a MAGA supporter. And having and I mean, I went through probably seven or eight news stories covering this. Not once did I hear anything about him being a MAGA reporter. They're just sullying his name as best they can. Uh, not not the murderer, uh, Donald Trump. In recent polling, there's a, a new poll that says uh, right now Joe Biden has the lead and that women are giving it to him. Well, your uh, comments on that, I'm curious. Let me go to the phones. Rick is on in Hallsville. Good morning. Good morning, Gary. You know, I've been reading a book about all the wars and uh, down through the ages. But uh, as Randy closed out his show, he read a text from someone apparently locally who said he wouldn't vote for Donald Trump because that man was afraid that Donald Trump would destroy our democracy. We have to be smart enough to realize when we're talking to Democrats and or communists, since, you repeated uh, yourself there, but okay. Since 2009, America has been a communist country. Uh, Joe Biden could not think up all these executive orders from his pea brain. Um, we have some really bad people, you know, and let's not forget. I'm a know, little confused, what, Rick. Where are you going with this? Eh? Well, I think the Democrats that are in charge in Washington, D.C., would do and kill anyone they had to to maintain power, and their target is we, the American people. Well, they do have that and justifies the means mentality. If we got to whack Rick in order to save our communist uh, regime, uh, we'll do it. We've seen that in other countries. All right, Rick, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Les is next. Hey, Gary. Uh, Matt Drudge. Matt Drudge was on a television show which he does not appear on at any time usually and he he came on this one show and he's and he told the the uh, person there that his website had been taken over that he no longer has control over his website this was like five years ago so anything between five years and now is a rhino controlled opposition read yeah, but who not. cares? Who cares who has it? What what what's important here yes. is that they're taking a guy who is out of his mind crazy, who decapitated his father, and associating him with Donald Trump when there is no association. This is what I mean. Well, that's yes. just the point. It's just the, insane that the they would report rights news stories to inflame, to inflame. And I will give you an example of stories that are out there right now. That's all right. That's okay. I got plenty okay. of them already. Okay. But the, point, the point's not who's doing it. The point is that it's being done. It is being done. And people should aware to, to not trust the Drudge Report. All right. Do not trust it. All right, Les, Bye. thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Knowlton Show. Yeah, I, I, I did my homework and <laughs> I couldn't find a, not one connection. Not Apparently, one. there is a YouTube video out there, according to the New Republic, uh, that uh, says that this guy has got some videos of uh, anti-LGBTQ uh, stuff, and 
no mention of Trump, but they're just kind of yeah. lumping him in. Yeah, but where where's where's Trump made an anti-gay? Uh, I'm not sure. And he, and he never mentions Trump. He says that he's the president. Right. Yeah. So how could he be supporting Trump, who's running for president? I have no idea, but they made the connection somehow. Jeez, these people have to go. I mean, you really have to stretch. You really have to stretch. About this uh, this uh, Quinnipiac poll showing uh, Joe Biden opening up a lead over Donald Trump. A couple of things. It is registered voters, not likely voters. That's very important. Likely voter uh, uh, surveys are generally more accurate than registered voters. Because just because they're registered doesn't mean they're going to vote. They may prefer Biden over Trump, but don't like really either one of them. Uh, and it, it gives the impression that they're going to come out and vote for Biden. Many of them won't. Also, it's very early. Very early. Uh, you gotta you have to wait uh, for months uh, before the polling data really begins to reflect. You're listening to talk radio. You're cognizant of, of what's out there. Uh, you've been paying attention to politics. You probably haven't stopped watching what's going on since the last election. So you've been forming opinions based on what you've heard, seen, read, whatever. Most Americans don't. If they're listening to the rock station or the country station, uh, getting their news at 5 o'clock uh, when they sit down for dinner or whatever, they're not really paying attention yet. And those opinions will change between now and November. Uh, but it is worth it is worth watching what's going on. Uh, I, and, I, and I'm not sure where ultimately this, this ends up. Uh, there is a piece at Zero Hedge dealing with the, uh, the spending at the federal level. Tyler Durden writes, the U.S. is living on borrowed time. And he is right. Um, he's talking about the national debt. He brings out some things that are really, really um, a threat to your economy. Go to Zero Hedge, Z-E-R-O, not, not the number, Z-E-R-O-Hedge.com to read that. Tom, I, I'm going to jump on this real quickly. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, one of the reasons for that outlier poll may have been the $83 million judgment against Trump in a New York sexual harassment case. Yeah, that would affect women. Um, yeah, but it, it, it's it's likely it's not it's not registered voters. It's likely voters that count. Uh, I'm not trying to give anybody false hope. I'm just saying things are going to change. Uh, the gaps are going to close. They're going to flip. If this uh, polling data gets out and, and people start um, being afraid, uh, it's needless uh, because we have no idea yet how things are going to work out. Tom, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. So if you think that Texas is wrong uh, about the Mexican border, if you think the push for secession is wrong then you're going to have to dial up the phone. Because I'm not going to debate with Mr. Babka. I'm going to let you. I'll find out what you think. We'll find out how it is that he came to this conclusion because he supports nullification and secession, but he doesn't think this is being done for the right reasons. Gary Nolan shows Zimmer Radio Network.
is the Gary Nolan Show. It's 9.35 on a Think Tank Thursday. In a half an hour at 10.05, we're talking education with Dr. James Schulz, Director of Research at the Show Me Institute. He wants to talk about some education legislation that is moving in Jefferson City. I think they're moving in the right direction, but they've got a long way to go for me to be happy. Uh, and it would, for me, it would be like ending government schools entirely. But uh, we'll find out uh, what uh, choices are being offered up. In the meantime, Jim Babka is with us. And before I get to Jim, a message just came in from Anson. How do you impose liberty on people who want security instead? This is the real crisis of our culture. Americans no longer yearn for freedom and don't deserve it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, liberty is what gives you security. If, if, if you're free uh, and unencumbered, uh, I think you're more secure in the long run. In the meantime, uh, I got this uh, missive from Jim Babka. Uh, I support nullification and secession when they're done to preserve the liberty of human beings, but I am dismayed when I see these strategies being used for anti-human humane reasons. When nullification and secession are used to protect malicious acts in a given state, it gives these tools of liberty a bad name. And the establishment has been quick to tie these ideas to bigotry. Uh, Jim, welcome to the program. I, I'm guessing you're referring to uh, Texas? I'm referring to Texas, but it's a, there's a historical uh, precedent here. There's uh, this, the secession of uh, states in the South uh, before the Civil War for the purposes of slavery. Let's be very clear. Uh, this is not ambiguous. It's a fact. And for uh, uh, nullification was used heavily uh, for Jim Crow and desegregation uh, acts, um, or segregation acts, excuse me. Uh, and, uh, you know, in both cases, uh, this was anti-human. This was anti-equal rights before the law. This was anti uh, the, the image of God, the, Mago, the theory of Imago Dei, upon which... Uh, the Declaration declares that we are endowed by our Creator, not by our citizenship, not by the government, uh, but by our Creator, a much higher power, with certain inalienable rights. These come with our humanity. And when someone says, well, you know, a state is being oppressed by the federal government, and I'm like, okay, well, how's that happening? Well, they're not allowed to do bad things to certain people. Uh, I think that gives uh, these really noble tools of liberty nullification and secession uh, a bad name give me repeat that last uh, phrase that they were being used for what what, what i'm i'm trying to figure out what what is what secession? what are the what are the bad things that are happening uh that secession would protect oh my gosh uh the the federal government has violated a number of uh, our individual rights and liberties and should a state say, listen, we, don't, we are not going to participate in your latest scheme, and the federal government says, well, you will, and otherwise we will do following bad things to you, the state could say, I, you know, we want to detach. We don't want to be a part of this union anymore. It, you know, people forget, uh, and, 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 and scholars have come up with complicated ways to deny it, but uh, the states formed this union. That's how this starts. 
and so the states can leave the union. It's, it's, this is logic. It's 101. And it also is how everything works. Everything has kind of an escape or a divorce clause. Doesn't mean it's going to be comfortable. Doesn't mean it's going to be fun. Divorce is messy. But it doesn't have to lead to violence. It doesn't have to lead to civil war. All right, so do you have a problem with people saying um, the border is unsecure in Texas? The state of Texas is trying to secure that border. Uh, and if the federal government wants to uh, come down to Texas and uh, force them to back off, then Texas should secede. You have a problem Rose, with that? The Rose said there's a thousand people hacking at the branches for every one that's, ha- that's striking at the root. And honestly, Thoreau is only wrong in one respect, and that is the ratio. There's a million people hacking at the branches for everyone that wants to strike the root. I'm here to strike the root, okay? What is it that makes you worried about people coming across the border? Is it welfare? We don't have to extend welfare benefits to people. If you want to do something about welfare, which is the stealing of one person's money to give to another, I'm right there alongside with you. I'm anti-stealing. All right, wait, just wait, wait, wait. So um, right now, you go to sanctuary cities, they give you food, they give you housing, they give you clothes, they educate your kids, they give you medical. uh, And you're saying, you know, if you want to solve the problem about the, the glut of people... Stop doing that. Stop and the welfare. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't. I'm, I'm not going to say that at all because because it would be hypocritical of someone who thinks that Texas should be allowed to stand up to the federal government and be self uh, uh, sovereign, sovereign in their own law in Texas, and then say that some city somewhere can't choose to have. Well, you said you said arbitrary as can be. You said that um, it, it is a problem. The welfare state is a problem, and if you want to stop this, and the welfare state, right? Well, you know, I'm I'm most concerned about ending the welfare state at the federal level. I would love to end it at the state level, but I have nothing to say about what you all do in Missouri. All right, I'm so standing, all right, I'm all right, right, all right. Now I'm a citizen of Ohio. I can only speak for Ohio and and uh, the United States. So you want to end the welfare state? Uh, do you believe that uh, anybody in the government is going to end Social Security or privatize it or Medicare or Medicaid or welfare? Uh, so, so this is, okay, so instead of mustering up the political energy to do something about this, we'll scapegoat in a people who never voted any of these policies into place in the first place. We'll, we'll blame them instead for what's coming. This is, we'll scapegoat them. Uh, I don't believe two wrongs. This is the two wrongs make a right theory. Since one wrong already occurred, we need to do another wrong until the first wrong will be righted. Well, what do you want to do about the first wrong, uh, wrong, sir? Nothing. I just want to focus on the second wrong. Well, do you believe that we can end those programs, that this will happen? I believe we should end these programs. I do, I too. Do you think I, it I will happen? Your mother was right when she said two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah, but do you think it will happen? It, is, it's, it, it doesn't matter. Well, if it won't happen, and you didn't answer the question. Morality matters. If I'm accountable to God for the positions that I take and the values that I hold, no, I will not make that trade-off. So I'm not asking you to make a trade-off. I'm just asking you if you think it will actually happen. I don't think it will. Not okay, so if it, won't, if it won't happen, these people are arguing we've got to do something to stem the tide. 
We've got to do something to stem the tide. We have to commit a wrong to cover up the other wrong that we are unwilling to act on. You know, it's interesting because in the last 10 years, every time I've spoken out against immigration, here on this show, the phone starts ringing and people get mad at me. And when I, I say something on, on uh, when we said something at Downsize DC about it, we would get angry messages. More passion would stir over this issue. If I would say something about welfare, people would go, <gasps> same people, they don't care. They don't care. This, so then at the end of the day, I start to wonder, Gary, what is really motivating them? And when if you don't want to do something about welfare and you say that's your reason for your immigration stance, I have to start to wonder if it really is, if maybe something darker and more sinister inside you exists. Did you see the video of those two police officers in New York uh, being swarmed by these uh, people who came across the border? And they were beating these cops up. It must have been seven or eight to two. Uh, and uh, it, it no, was, and I don't know what happened there either. Well, they. And uh, I don't believe. And I and I and I find this this kind of scapegoating appalling too. For every, you know, we have criminals who li- who were born and raised here as well. Quite a few of them. I mean, they're they're on the streets. It's actually an issue right now. Crime is up. Uh, so, <laughs> to just to point to these anecdotes anecdotal situations because for every one of those i can point to you 10 immigrants who've come over here maybe a hundred immigrants who've come over here and but i could do it personally like i can name off immigrants who have come here and taken full uh the opportunity fully to, to try to experience the american dream they really love this country they love the opportunity here they feel blessed and fortunate in ways that rich white liberals don't rich white liberals you want to if you are looking to scapegoat a class pick them and deport them i might even get involved in i might even commit that wrong to help make our country better <laughs> but i'm not interested in committing this wrong these people are innocent and they we- should not be held accountable one person no 100 different people should not be held accountable for the act of one person who just happens to be of the same bloodline as them so these rape cases that we keep seeing and uh, thing, the, the murder thing. thing. It's, it's not, there's, there's no, there's no evidence that. That's that, not the majority. You're saying coming, it's. That's that a, the incoming population commits any more crime per capita than our own population that was born and raised here. All right. So per capita, uh, there's. Uh, they actually seem to be better. I'm telling you, if you get what I feel everybody needs the experience of is, is getting to know and meet people who actually are refugees to this country and seeing how they live and seeing how they raise their families and seeing how they value and, and treasure what they have here and learning what they've sacrificed to be here. So just let them come across the border, come into the country? If we had a legal process in place for these people to come in, they would quickly sign up and get involved in the process. And there's no requirement on our part to provide them with welfare benefits. There's no requirement to even let the first generation vote. We don't even have to permit that. But they're bringing, they're bringing uh, um, uh, drugs across the border. Um, no, there's fentanyl it, it, coming over. There's, in- it, we, we, okay, this gets into a completely different area, and it's one you, and, you have covered on this show <laughs> probably 10,000 times. This is prohibition. This is prohibition. And there's an iron law of prohibition. Everybody should understand that when you make something illegal, you, you dramatically increase uh, the concentration of it. You try to make it as small as possible so you can sneak it across. And because immigration is illegal, they can use human beings as mules to move it. 
These issues should not be considered as part of the same problem, uh, I don't believe, but to the degree that they are, it's because that there are people who can take advantage of people who are trying to get into this country. All right. I'm I'm up. I'm up. I'm I'm up against the clock. I got. I got. Let me just take. I got. You you come back with that. I got to take this break. Okay. And then open up the phone lines. Do you agree with Jim Babka? 800-529-5572 or 874-9390. Or do you disagree with Mr. Babka? Gary Nolan Show, Zimmer Radio Network. 952, Jim Babka with us. We were talking about uh, seceding because you don't like the way the border is being protected, uh, letting people come into the country that want to work, uh, not categorizing all of them because of a few bad guys. Uh, and he had one more case that he wanted to make, and he'll do it now. Yeah, that's that the illegal immigration program uh, problem, such that it is, is not driven by people uh, coming across the border. It's almost entirely driven by people overstaying visas. That's where it happens. That's an extremely high percentage of it. Rex sends me a message uh, from uh, GaryNola.com. For those advocating for Texas to secede, they obviously haven't thought it through because it will do nothing to solve their border crisis problem, but will actually complicate it immensely. They'll still have hundreds of thousands of immigrants crossing or attempting to cross uh, the Texas southern border, but there will now be a new northern border between Texas and the USA. With that northern, uh, with that new northern uh, border, Texas will no longer be able to freely fly or bus the immigrants to uh, the northern sanctuary cities without all sorts of new hindrances. It would yep. be the same as if we tried to transport them to Canada or Europe. I don't have any serious sympathies about states. Uh, I do have some serious sympathies about states' rights, but this is not the answer to the problem. Let me go grab a phone call here or two, 800-529-5572. Matt is on the line. Matt, good morning. Hello, Gary. Hey. So I just have a question for Jim. I'm kind of sitting here wondering why Texas is not a special case for secession. They are the only state that was their own nation. It's the People's Republic or the Republic of Texas. They freely join the union, and to the best of my knowledge, it is written into their constitution that they can make the vote to remove themselves. They freely entered. They could freely leave. I don't. Every other state, you know, is a U.S. territory that acquired one way or another that graduated statehood, but they seem to me a special case. I don't know that they actually need a reason if they so choose. Because they were oh. a republic. All right, Jim. Yeah, listen, I, uh, if, if I, just, I said at the top, you, what you read from me at the top of this uh, uh, segment was, I, I'm all for secession. And if there's a st- state that wants to secede, because I think there's a death tsunami coming, and I think the states that get off first are, have the best chance of getting out, uh, getting out whole. Uh, the states that leave last, I mean, I think there's going to be, uh, the United States is headed for a cataclysm. So if there was a free state to go to, I would want to go and I would cheer it on. I just this if this is the cause if this is the reason I think it gives the the concept a bad name. So it's the motivation, Matt, not the, the idea. Motivation. Yep. All right, Matt. Th- thank you, sir. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. Tim says we should close the border and build a wall. We'll need it to keep citizens from escaping after we finish uh, converting to full socialism. After all, <laughs> currency collapse. We'll see folks uh, floating to El Salvador to seek freedom from our government. Uh, and they'll let you leave, but not with your money. <laughs> yeah, well, they do the that now. Before. 
that's what the wall will be for. It'll be another reason. They're already in your bank accounts and every other bit of your life in a, in a way that, ways that you probably don't even begin to fully grasp. Uh, and that's the point. They'll so they'll let you leave with nothing but the shirt on your back. Well, right now, right now, they will stop you if you try to leave with too much of your money. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So this is the real purpose of a border control is to control the cattle inside the, the, the farmer's land. Your cattle, your tax cattle, uh, it's to control you. That's exactly right. Tim nails it on the head. So, you know, and what I always point out, and, and your two wrongs don't make a right argument, is valid. Uh, but uh, here in this country, we'll go after, you know, your, your jugular vein has been sliced. We're going to put a Band-Aid on it. Well, that isn't going to fix it. you got to go after the root problem. And we won't do that. And the root problem is the welfare state. You eliminate the welfare state and the war on drugs. The only people coming to this country are coming here to work, to be successful. Yeah, you know, we've got these great stories uh, of previous generations of our own. Like, a lot of Americans walk around saying, you know, my grandfather, great-grandfather, whatever, somewhere in, in their lineage, came here with nothing but $16 or $5 or, you know, just the shirt on his back, and then went out and did this and that and the other great thing. I talked to a woman earlier this week whose parents were the ones that came here. He came, her father came when he was 15 years old uh, with $35, I think it was, and made a life for himself. Like, he built a big, successful business. Uh, and he sacrificed his whole way. She said, we never had a new car the whole time I was growing up. And she said, when I turned 20, uh, when I graduated college, my father bought me a brand new vehicle. It was the very first vehicle the family had ever bought. She said, I'd never seen my father spend money that way, but he was that proud of me. Like, that's amazing. That's an amazing thing. How does that happen? It doesn't happen the way we've got the system set up. Now, in fact, these people come over and start to get started, and they immediately get kind of trapped in a system where... There's, there, it's hard to get off of it because of the cost of medical care, for one thing, which is another thing government is ruined by getting involved. Like, well, my grandfather... Every single time is the state being involved. My grandfather, Roger Mehta, came across the border from through Mexico, came from Lebanon, started his own business. Uh, his uh, daughters and uh, son all started their own businesses, and they were all successful. Uh, the more people that come in the better we are. There's no so full what, mark. So what I'm hearing, Gary, is we should deport you. You're, like, <laughs> you're an anchor baby. You're an yeah. anchor baby. I knew yeah. it all along. Something was wrong. Babka's got to go now. <laughs> 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 Jim, uh, your latest missive is... Uh, we did a Javier Malay episode that's been very popular. Um, we updated. There's fantastic things happening in Argentina. And just this morning, we released a new episode. Grace Sarkey is the name of the show. Find it on your favorite platform. Grace Sarkey with Jim Babka. All right. Get out of here. Thank you. Thanks, Jim. Jim Babka. Coming up, we're going to chat with Dr. James Schulz, Director of Research at the Show Me Institute. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, education legislation. There, uh, there are some things that have been moving through the uh, uh, legislature that I think are encouraging. That's next on The Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. This is The Gary Nolan Show 